Kirk, were you not sure who you were? I wasn't sure who I was for a second. <laughs> Are you okay? I swear to God, for one brief second, I was like, am I Kirk or am I Kirk Pinchon? <laughs> but I'm both. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, you are vast. You contain multitudes. I contain multitudes, yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Good way to start off the show. Boy, all right. Ooh, we're punchy because we've been doing the show for so long that we're here today to wrap up our ninth season. Wow. With another B-Sides episode. You know what? When you uh, texted us, like, yeah, we're going to do B-Sides next, I was glad because I was like, I thought it had been so long we skipped it. No. And I was like, did Paul forget and then did I forget? Because we always do a B-Sides and we never forget. And so I thought we were behind or we'd skipped or something. So when you brought it, I was like, oh, thank God, we're, we're, on, we're on schedule. Had you been thinking that and you just didn't want to bring it up? I, I would think about it and then I'd forget. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's, not, it's every 13 episodes, okay. wow. every 26 weeks, every six months. That's what we call a season. For you people. Yes. Every 13 episodes, we do a B-Sides episode, which for anyone listening who's new, is when we go back to the topics of the previous 12 episodes, and we revisit them yeah. for one more bite of the apple on yes. that topic. Something, if, in case we missed it, something that sparked our interest. Yeah, something we forgot, yes. or found out about after we did the episode and said this would have been good. Yes. Or that we almost picked, but it wasn't as good as the... Things that yes. we did pick. That's all what B-sides are about. Odds and sods. <laughs> odds and sods, but B-sides sounds cooler. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Whose album was Odds and Sods? Was that the Who or the Stones? You're asking me? <laughs> I was asking the universe. Okay, yeah. Because Kirky don't respond. Yeah. So let's just get into it. Let's do it, man. First, B-side is mine for the Chicago episode. Oh, God. Was that this year? Yeah, man. <laughs> What's going on? That was on? just a few months ago. Oh, I thought that was like maybe late 2021. No. All right, cool. Get your shit together, Pinchon. <laughs> I'm a Pinchon too. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Love Chicago. Uh, so I picked this video. Yeah. Now, the first time we, uh, when we did our Chicago episode, we watched a clip of the, the fantastic Shy Lights doing... Yes. Have you seen her on Soul Train? Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. And so for the B-Sides, I said, I want to do another Shy Lights thing. Let me see if there's any other video on YouTube of the Shy Lights performing any other song. Mm-hmm. And there's not. <laughs> uh, there, <laughs> and you did your due diligence. There really isn't. I mean, I, didn't, I didn't dive that deep yeah. because I had another idea, which is like, well, let me just look up one of my other favorite Shy Light songs and see what kind of video I can come mm-hmm. up with. And boy, did I find something fun right away. So the song is Homely Girl. Do you know that song? No, I don't. It's a very treacly soul ballad about a uh, homely girl. Uh, the, the guy singing to the girl who was like ugly in his class mm-hmm. when he was in school, but now that she's grown up, she's a beautiful lady. Of and he's singing to her, saying like, "Hey, guess what? I always thought I always liked you. I liked you back then. <laughs> me, me, yeah. And now that you're now that uh, you're hot, uh, here I am. Yeah, because uh, the other guy said that to her, right? And it's like a likely story. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have a video of the shy lights performing it. I have a video. From Top of the Pops. Oh. 
where it is a dance is performed by Pan's People. Now, do you know who Pan's People are? That sounds vaguely familiar. I feel like maybe it was a question on a card in the music trivia quiz once. Sounds familiar. Pan's People was an all-female dance troupe who danced on top of the pops. I think I'd have them in a uh, list somewhere to use for something. Oh, really? Okay. I think. Yeah, they're like the fly girls of of this 70s British music show. Yeah. Or they're more like the Fanta girls, really. Anyway. Yeah. This is them doing a dance to Only Girl by the Shy Lights. Now, is this good? No. It's not good. But is it interesting? No. (laughs) It's not that either. It's not interesting. Sure. But is it weird? Yeah. Oh, then that's all. It's pretty goddamn weird. That's all we need. Because they're not. I'm gonna. I want to defend them in advance because Mm -hmm. just to give get a little background, I did a little research on them, which is to say, I read the Wikipedia article on dance people, and there was a quote from one of them from some interview where she said, "Look, we used to choreograph these really intricate dance routines to you know the song that we had to do that week." But because of the nature of the show, every week they would present the songs that were on the charts that mm-hmm. week. So we would plan for one song. And then like the day before or the day of the show, they'd be like, oh, a different song went to number one. Oh, wow. Sorry, you got to come up with some for this song Hurry in the next up. three hours because we're going on and it's, not, it's a different song now. Yeah. So then so she was like, so then we just had to kind of throw something together. And that sucked because people would see us and it yeah. like wasn't good. Yeah. I suspect this was one of those instances oh, because they're not even really dancing. They're just sort of like twirling around and mm-hmm. I I don't know if it counts as dance. If it's official dance. Yeah. But I can't say like, well, they weren't dancers because yeah. maybe they just didn't have time. Uh, but this is from 1970, whatever. Oh, that's this guy. I don't know what any of that refers to. What's that gobbledygook? Oh, they see they're pretending to be homely girls. Right. Oh, they're wearing overalls. Because they're like ugly. Right. Except they're all adorable. Yeah, but they're making... Oh, and they have fake freckles yeah. on. Oh, I like this so far. Oh, Homely Girl's great. Oh, no, you like the, the dancing? dancing? So oh, okay. So far, this is good. <laughs> it didn't register with me that that could be possible. <laughs> oh, see, she turned... Oh, she turned see? naughty. She didn't now, turn just beautiful. She turned... Right. When, when the singer is singing about how the girl was homely, yes. they're wearing overalls and yes. they have pigtails and freckles. And then when he starts singing about how she's hot now, they're wearing these like lacy, what do you call that? Is that lingerie. a nighty? A lingerie, nighty, I guess. It's modest lingerie. Yes, this, modest. Is, this, is, uh, this is like, you know, this is te- television for families. In the 70s. But they're like, ooh, now we're sexy. Look at us. But the dancing is very like, I could achieve it. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to do this for each woman? I cannot wait. Yes. Oh, I love it. 
They're just uh, like literally acting out the words of the yeah. <laughs> like what is that? I, what is that move? They're just like walking in a circle. I love this. It's synchronized. I don't know if this is dancing. <laughs> this is fucking great. Like this is dancing that a that a group of fourth graders would do for the class talent show. A little bit without the the, the ninety, but yeah. Yeah. I. But the choreography, I mean. I I'm gonna posit. Yeah. That yeah maybe they had to do it quick, mm-hmm. but I think they're just like also. We gotta do the. We gotta do these transitions. Yeah. With the uh, with the lingerie. So just let's just let's get it done. Let's just get it done. So we're not gonna do anything complicated. This is gonna take too long. You're right because they had to do a costume change yeah. and fill the different parts. Yeah, like we can't record this for ever. But that being said, because we're seeing these transitions, that means this is pre-taped. Yes. They're not doing it in for the audience, which means no. they had time to like. Do well, multiple takes. <laughs> they had time to do multiple takes. Yeah. But they must have been like, let's get you homely, let's yeah, get you beautiful. Right. I'll and defer to you because you're the dancer and, and you can appreciate this what... This is very basic. It's sure. not hard. Right. But it's also like... It's so like 70s modern dance. Yeah. Like even when they're like the sexy version. Right. They're not doing anything... Really big. No, it's, it's not, not risque. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> this is so seventies weird. It, it, yes, exactly. Yeah, I told you it was weird. It's weird. But this was like mass appeal entertainment. Yeah. in the seventies. This is like for the family. Like you can be, you're a homely girl now, but you can be beautiful and get a man to love you. Yeah, just like the shy lights. But probably no one was enjoying this more than, like, the stoned teenage guys who were cracking up. Yes. Because it's weird. And whack. It is not cool. <laughs> no, it's not I mean, cool. I'm not a huge fan of this song. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, uh, it's okay. I, lo- I love the song. It's okay. But it is real uh, low energy. Medium energy. Medium energy. Everything in the 70s it's just seemed like... medium energy. Everyone's either... If they're not like on something, then they're hung over from something. Well, they're this also has... just like we just had non. Do we really need to do more decor? Yeah, this? we just we look pretty, yeah. we look ugly. Let's go back and forth and be fun. Yeah, this yeah. hangover energy. Hang- hangover. It's, that's what that was. That was yeah. hangover energy. Yes. Like, we got a show to do. Let's fucking do it. It'll be fine. Uh, okay, let's move on to our B side for our George Michael yeah. episode. Yeah. You picked this one. I picked this one, and I went obvious but tribute, so it's not too obvious. I did Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. The song, yes, that's yes. Wham's biggest hit, sure. Wham's biggest hit was brought him across the pond. Yes. But I wanted to show it um, in Zoolander. Right. I've never seen Zoolander. Oh, my. This so, is the most famous part of Zoolander. I, you know, when I, when I compiled the... Clips. I saw that you picked a clip for George Michael from the movie Zoolander, which I know what it is. Yeah, uh, it's uh, the comedy movie about a male model played by Ben Stiller, which is which is very popular. But I never saw it's, it. Well, when it came out, it was like a day after nine eleven. I vaguely remember yeah, that, like yeah. it was, but it, it became a cult hit. Like it became people, a yeah. cult hit. 
Like, it was one of those things like Zoolander, fucking Ben Stiller as a male model. Oh, my God, this is going to be huge. Yeah. 9-11 came to everyone like, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and then it became a big hit and it had a sequel. The sequel sucks. But there was this, a sequel? There was a sequel. There's a sequel like 15 years later. The only reference I know from this movie is the, what is this, a school for ants? Which is genius. <laughs> There's a, a Will Ferrell's very funny in it. He's the bad guy in yeah. it. Yeah. And this, but this is the most famous scene. Okay. Because it's a montage of, the setup for those who don't know is, Derek just lost male model of the year to Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. And he's feeling all bad, depressed, and his model roommates are trying to cheer him up. Okay. And here's what happens. By the way, nobody needed that setup except for me. Everyone else in the world has has seen seen this movie half a dozen times. Um, Okay. Don't you really help me sort through these important issues? What? Orange mocha frappuccino! (laughs) (laughs) Orange frappuccino. Mocha chocolate. Gross. That's orange chocolate iced coffee. When this happened, everyone lost their shit. Which is that they're in the car driving to... Uh... They're, driving, they're driving. They already got their drinks. Yeah. So now they're going to get gas. And it just... It keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's so funny that you've never seen this. Because I was like, obviously everyone's seen this. So you got to get... They're going to wash the windows. They are having the best time anyone then, has ever uh, had. Water fight with the squeegees. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's rude. It's rude. But it's fun. They're having yeah. a good time. And then it just it just keeps going. Like, it goes forever. So then he sees a shot of him as a, on the cover of Time. And someone throws in the trash. And he's Ooh. sad. Aww. He's having a bad day he's again. He's having a bad day. But his model friends are still having fun. And so they start pouring gasoline on each other. <laughs> gasoline fight. They have a gasoline fight. Well, that's just... That's just funny. And then he sees them. He does. He loves them. And they're having a gasoline fight. <laughs> There's going to be a, a, an explosion, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he's lighting a cigarette. Don't do that. Models are stupid. And (laughs) they all die. Yeah. Oh, and then the Frappuccino flying at the screen. And they all die. But when (laughs) when that needle drop happened, it was like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) Sure, because it's the the funnest song ever recorded. It's the funnest song ever. Yeah. And a fun movie. My favorite part of Zoolander is a cameo by Billy Zane. Billy Zane from the movie Titanic, which yes. I also have never seen. The villain. Yes. Yeah. Also, um, uh, I've worked in the theater. Not a big deal. I'm not gonna brag. Um, <laughs> but he plays Derek's friend, and there's like a model off like fight yeah. between uh, Ben Stiller's character and Owen Wilson's, and. Uh, Billy Zane just sides with sides with Ben, uh-huh. and he doesn't say anything. He just slowly walks behind Ben as they score off, just folds his arm like this, and looks like he's mean mugging. And it's just funny because it's <laughs> fucking Billy Zane. It's great. Billy Zane, I'm, I can't believe you worked with Billy. you worked with Billy Zane and Joey Fat One. Yeah, I've done a lot. Man, what a life! <laughs> what a life! What a life you what had life. before I knew you. Yeah, yeah. I always find out these little tidbits of information. <laughs> little Kirkbits. 
Did you pick this clip just so you could work it into the conversation that you've worked with Billy Zane? 100%. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> All right, the next clip is also one of yours. Oh, yeah. I believe this is a B-side from the Lionel C. Martin episode? Yes, it is. I have no idea what this is, and I did not watch it ahead of time. You don't know Father MC? I've never heard of Father MC. His song, Treat Them Like They Want to Be Treated? No, don't know it. Maybe okay. I'll recognize it when I you hear won't. it, but no. <laughs> it's real. It's, it's not a rarity. Yeah. But it's a, it's, this is a real mid New Jack rap. Okay. Real mid. Okay. Not bad. Right. Not stellar. Just real like, uh, okay. There's a lot of mid New mm-hmm. Jack. And, uh. Um, but is this from the true, this is from late 80s? This is early mid- 90s. So early still, 90s. Yeah. Okay. Um, the early 90s when, uh, um, uh, Uptown was becoming a thing. Okay. Which was which was where Diddy got his start. Right. So Diddy kind of helped uh, foster Father MC. Oh, okay. Pre-Biggie. Pre yes. Father MC, which is a dumb name. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is he like a priest rapper? No, he just goes by <laughs> Father MC. Yeah. He had two songs, Treat Them Like They Want to Be Treated, yeah. which was the second single. The first one was uh, uh, Do For Me. Which is just literally a ripoff of To Be Real. The disco song To Be Real. They right. just took that and did that. Okay. And this is more original and less good. <laughs> this is, So we're going to watch Treat Him Like We're going to watch the video. Him. And the video you go, it's, what's really interesting is because you now know yeah. Lionel C. Martin's motifs. Right. And oof. You can see. You the, can uh, see it and you're going to be like, oh yeah, this is this is an LCM. Okay. I'm hoping I I will like this. Like when we did the Lionel C. Martin episode, I don't think you were prepared for how much I was going to love was not. the heavy D, uh, yeah. don't you know. You love that. Which is going to be on my Spotify wrapped one of my yeah. most listened to songs <laughs> yes. of 2022. That makes me so happy. So I'm hoping Father MC will be like that. I don't know. I don't hate this, but it's because I was like 19, 20, yeah. and I'm like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll see. Let's play it. But what are you going to get first? You're going to get a little sketch. Of course. See, he's in therapy. You're looking over your files and you seem to have a problem relating to women. Well, actually, I don't have a problem relating to women. It's just that women seem like they want to play with my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) So now he's going to lie down. (laughs) Oh, with the bleached high top fade. Yeah, it was big. There's this little cameo here. Early Jodeci. Oh. There before they hit big. I would never recognize Jodeci. Yeah. That is before. very, very young Jodeci. That's P. Diddy dancing before he was big. Shut up. Yeah. Wait, let me back Take it up. Back I want to yeah. see it again. This is before he was, he was like an intern here. Hey, you got to go back a little more. Oh, okay. Hold on. Just, just a touch more. Yeah. No, this is sorry for this one, yeah. There's Jodeci. Mm-hmm. Was that Diddy? You go again, you'll see it. Back? No, no, keep, just keep playing. Oh, yeah, it's coming. Right there. <laughs> Young, skinny. That's Sean Combs. That's Sean Combs. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> Making cameos in Father MC's video. Just a dancer. Internet uh, uptown. That would be like the cool thing I bring up if I ever get to talk to Diddy. I'll be like, <laughs> the dancing in that Father MC video. You like they want to be treated you or off the chain. Yeah. Yeah, this is just the sound of 1991. Yeah, just yeah. real, like, yeah. this could be anyone. Right, like, I don't think I've ever heard this, but I have. Yeah, like, you've heard a version of it. Yeah. And I love the music, his rapping's okay. It's not great. It's better than Mace. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a great Gumby. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's classic. It's in the back, and yeah. then it's bleached. And the front. Yeah. Well, you know what it is? It's a Gumby, yeah. and then it's got a little bit of the cube in front, right. and then it's bleached on the side, which yeah. is amazing. See, now they're like in an art museum, except not really because it's a studio. Right. It's the same white room where yes. he was, uh, yeah. It's like, we got one set, all right? We're Minimal not. budget. Yes. I got a cousin, he's going to do the paintings. <laughs> So we need this to be an art gallery, a psychiatrist's office, a dance studio. Yes. yes. Uh, <laughs> but it's also, <coughs> he's like, in the beginning, he's like, yeah, I know how these women work. They, yeah. they play with my mind. <laughs> but then he's like, treat them like they want to be treated. Treat them right. So he, he's learned. Yeah. Treat them right. He's not a bad guy. He learned real fast. Yeah. But now they're like... Hey. I used to flirt. I was kind of a jerk. But now there's like shots of women taking his money. Well, because he's rapping about how he used to used be. Used to be. He's... Okay, yes. Yeah. I guess not. He used to hire prostitutes. <laughs> prostitutes? What are the odds he's going to bang this psychiatrist? That's... They are... He is not... Uh, he's objectifying her in his mind. <laughs> oh, Yes. So this is in his mind. He's not. But this she, isn't happening. She's also like, I'm gonna fuck this guy, <laughs> which is ethically not acceptable. Yeah, this is problematic at best. <laughs> yeah. This is great, but like you described it perfectly. It's like, yeah, it's an early '90s New Jack hip hop record. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah. By the numbers. It's very by the numbers. And you're right. It's one room. They had one room yeah. for the day. Now it's a, now it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a they're cafe. eating al fresco. <laughs> at, except, uh, it, except it's inside. Right. But you can tell it's outside because there are umbrellas at the tables. Yeah, and that makes it. Yeah. There's. You don't know who that is. No, who's that? That's the lead singer of the Fat Boys. Oh, he because he also had like yeah, he changed. The, the '90s high top fade yeah, with the bleach thing the because yeah. he uh, it was now the '90s is not the mid '80s. <laughs> so I forgot it, Prince Marky D. I think it was oh, Marky D. D. Yeah. So he kissed psychiatrist on the hand. It was like I'm out of here. I've, I've grown. Yeah, and he knows it's it's uh, problematic for. Uh, Psychiatrist like, sleep. Oh, so he was pressure. actually right. He's like, look, I'm disengaging. Yeah, he's this like, I know. Cool. He's like, I know that this could happen if I want it to happen, but but this no. isn't right. Yeah, I'm gonna treat him like they want to be treated, and I, I'm gonna treat him right, so I'm gonna step away. <laughs> There's Diddy again. Yep. We're reading more into this video <laughs> than anyone in the history of anything Don't ever we has. Always. Yeah. Oh, it's great. 
I mean, look, Father MC's fine. Jodeci is the star of the show. Yeah, yeah. they're really just like, here's our, hold my beer. Yeah. We're going to sing it. Obviously, because for the last 20 seconds, Father hasn't done anything. It's all just Jodeci. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Father. Father MC. Father MC. Terrible name. <laughs> Treat them like... Where's Father like, MC now? I... He had a he had those two songs and then when Uptown had the MTV unplugged, yeah, he was on it. Okay, and then that's the last I heard. This is really just the height of like, like I'm old enough to remember, and of course so are you. Like yes. when this kind of thing was the coolest. Yeah, I mean, like everything about the style yes. and the music here is the coolest. But like anyone now, like any kid now. Looking at this for the first time is this is just so unbelievably cheesy. And I, I there's still part of me going, yeah, it's pretty cool. Right? No, I know. Me too. Because we were there. But we're those old heads now. Who yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like Father MC probably has kids. Oh, I yeah, mean, they're I mean, probably in their twenties now, but they're still just like, yeah, my father, my dad was a rapper. He was an early nineties rapper. And then they show it. their friends the video. <laughs> just like your dad was cool, but like an ironic way. <laughs> <laughs> Here's. Here's the here's the title of uh, his debut album, yeah. 1990, which was this, Father's Day. Father's Day. Um, but like, you know how when we watch old clips from the 70s of soul and funk mm-hmm. groups and we're like, ah, oh, look at how they're dressed. Like, it, it's so dated. Yeah. It's this. <laughs> like, that's this for Gen Z. I still love it. Z. I'm so, no, I know. It's so fucking awesome. But it's, it's, it's very dated. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> and like, you know. It's it's oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm st- I I I recognize that it's not good, right? But I still like it because we we have the brain space to know like there was a time when this was you could not be hipper. Yeah, this is so cutting this edge. Is, these outfits are next level cool. Yeah, that haircut <laughs> is next level cool. No one was looking at that haircut in 1990 going, "That's fucking stupid." You're yeah. like, "Wow, that's bad." Ah, <laughs> oh, that was a good B side. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, pr- I'm probably going to put that song on my playlist. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about something. Explain yourself. This is a this is I a B side for Seattle. This is a B side for Seattle. Yeah, and I almost put it on the original. I remember you saying that, and I was like, "I love this song. I don't like anything else from this guy." Okay. But Macklemore's thrift shop is good. <laughs> I've never understood the hate on it. It's got, I think, a billion views. It was very popular yeah. when it was... By the way, it's 10 years old. That's insane. That, that song came out in 2012. That's insanity. Yeah. This whole episode is just being... Us us being old heads. Yeah, exactly. This song is 10 years old. Can you believe it? Well, Yeah. It, it was huge when it came yeah. out, but the backlash was very swift and, and deserved. Like, his next songs all sucked, and I get that. But this song was Because he's Wacklemore. That's just for a name. He had a good... This was That's a, just for a this, name. This song is great. The concept is great. About, it's just a song about a thrift shop. It's pretty... It's, this, is, this is... I'm too sexy. This is, this is a no. novelty. This is a novelty. This became a novelty because people wanted it to be a novelty. It's a song about consumerism. I'm all for the sentiment about like, don't buy expensive things. Yeah. Shop at the thrift shop. I don't even like hate the song. I just Macklemore has such a punchable face. 
He's such a dweeb. I think I think you're letting the mob mentality take over for you. No, because I thought that from, from the jump. I thought oh. that the first time I saw this video 10 years ago. I love this video and I love the song. And it, it still hold water. I don't hate it. I'm I'm here. I'm here for you, okay. and I'm here to revisit the song that I haven't heard yeah. in almost ten years, and, and like try to hear it with fresh airs. But I think that watching the video will do it no favors because <laughs> it's like <laughs> I like the video. Seeing Macklemore is what ruins it for me. <laughs> he's That's a, so funny. He's a dork. He's a dork. Yeah. I like. I like. Again. Did we even say the name that would is Thrift oh, Shop? Yeah, yeah. Thrift Shop. Yeah. yeah. Everyone knows the song. I loved this when it came out. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought the song had a good hook. I still like it. Seattle Zone. Yep, Seattle. Another Seattle rapper. Another Seattle rapper. Him Sir Mix a lot and Macklemore, yeah. and that's it. That fucking hook, that yeah. hook is great. I DeLorean. Still I still don't get why people hate it on this. Because it's corny, man. No, it's, it's, I think it's authentic and comes across as real. Yeah. It's, Ten years ago, I remember going, this is fucking great. And I'm still like, this is great. <laughs> I mean, how's it any worse than... <laughs> I was like, how's it any worse than Kendrick Lamar? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I was like, how's it any worse than... I don't like Kendrick Lamar either. Oh, how's it any worse than... I can't think of anybody else. Right said Fred? Vanilla Ice? Uh, <laughs> no, this is much better than that. I think it's, I think it's way harsh. And he's playing a character. He's not being that guy. He's being an asshole for on purpose. Is it the hair? It's not helping, is it? <laughs> I love that. I like that. <laughs> All these random shit you get at the thrift store. It's a comedy song. It's funny, but it is. Yeah, it is a comedy song. Yeah. This was so big, it was like on Kids Pop. Oh, yeah, this is like a number one it was hit. Huge. Yeah. But everything else, I was just like, woof. But I still love this song. Yeah. You know what's crazy? It what? does feel like 10 years old. It's Yeah, it's 2012. It feels it's, it's not that it doesn't feel 2012. It's just I can't believe it was 10 years ago yes. already. You know? I'm all for the anti-consumerism and the anti-corporate message. So, uh, so that's cool. I I can understand why people are like ah fuck him, but it's such a good song and sentiment that I I stand behind it. Yeah. <clears throat> Although he couldn't hold on. But I'm sure. Yeah, he kind of. I mean, he had a couple of other. There were some big songs hits, after, but, yeah. but I still was like, nah. yeah. And then he kind of came and went. Yeah. Yeah. And my kids love this song too when they come out. Then you hella won't. Uh, like, it also came out of nowhere. Yeah, no one is no one. No one had heard of this dude. No yeah. one knew what this was. Yeah, we were just like, what the fuck is this? this is great. Yeah. 
and one billion views. That used to be a lot on YouTube. I guess that's not anymore. <laughs> I remember when uh, uh, Gangnam Style hit a billion views yeah. for the first time, and it was like global news. Now, anytime any big artist puts out a new music video, yeah. it has a billion views within like 24 hours. YouTube is so much bigger than it's it so was huge. even. Yeah. It was harder to get one billion back then. Yeah. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. This is fucking awesome. Yeah, that was a good trip down memory lane. <laughs> yeah. That was condescending, but I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, I like the song more than I like Macklemore. Just because you want to punch his face. He's just whack. He's just <laughs> whacker the as whack. I mean, well, but we've just this is like uh, um, us disagreeing about hip hop hooray. It's like that because <laughs> that's a great like song. it's just candy rap. It's just it's 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 rap for tweens. We mean uh, OPP has got ABC from it. We can't have this argument I mean, again. You brought it up. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. I wasn't bringing up the argument of whether or not OPP is better than. I was just. I was just bringing but you up, the fact up that you brought hip hop hooray is whack. No. Or uh, or uh, or like tag team. What was their hit? The, Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there great. it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. You, no, it's not. All those songs are better than Right Said Friend. That's just fact. <laughs> All of those songs are better than Right Side Fred's two songs. <laughs> those who know, know. But that said, it was an appropriate B-side for Seattle. Because yes. I know that you almost brought it in the first place. Yes. And it's definitely, like, especially because, well, actually the episode wasn't Seattle. It was Seattle, yeah. no grunge. Yes, exactly. So when you eliminate grunge from the picture, it's a limited picture. Yes, I almost put a grunge song on because I'd forgotten it was grunge. And then no I was grunge. like, oh, God, no, I can't do it. Yeah. And then I put, I put yeah. a couple more back on. We'll do that episode someday. Yes. But yeah, if we're talking about music from Seattle that's not grunge, we have to address yeah. Macklemore. So it's a great B-side. There you go. Yeah. Uh, is the next, oh, the next one is also one of yours. This is from yes. the B-side from Disco oh, 2. Oh, this is, do you know this then? I, I don't just know this. I love this. Oh, it's so good. Sylvester. Sylvester. Do you want a funk? Now, Sylvester had a bigger hit with uh, uh, You yeah, Make Me Feel you Mighty Real. Real. Yeah. <clears throat> I think this is one of those situations where the other song is the better song, but I like this one I agree. More. I agree. This is my favorite. A hundred percent. But I also have to admit, <clears throat> I'm probably biased because of this song's appearance in Trading Places. That's how, that's how I learned it. One of my favorite movies yes. of all time. That's how I learned it. Yeah. And that's where you saw boobies. Yes, it's the scene where yeah. uh, Buddy Valentine is having a party yeah. in his mansion now, and he's being he he's starting to he's starting to become refined. Yes, and that we see that because he's annoyed that all the partiers he's invited to his yes. house are like disrespecting his nice and place. Naked. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The the woman uh, climbs into his bed and he walks into his room and she's like, I was waiting for you, buddy. And he's, he's like, like put your clothes on. on. Get out of here. And you're like, what? And you're like, ooh, the experiment is working. Yeah. Anyway, that whole time they're playing Do You Want a Funk? Which is a great song. By Sylvester. It's yes. awesome. Yes. Sylvester was <laughs> awesome. This is, this is, it's interesting too because this is disco. Yeah. But it's Last Gasp disco. Oh yeah. This is early 80s. This is like 82. Like, Doing one rail too many, trying yeah. to keep the party going. Yes. 
But now things are going to get a little dark. And it feels like it too. Like it feels illicit like you, and you like me, sticky. Yes, you yeah. make me feel mighty real. It's like uplifting. Yes. And you're like, yeah, love. No. And here it's like, let's just do rails and fuck. This one feels like a little sleazy. It's a little icky. But that's what makes it great. Yeah, it's so good. And Sylvester famously also is is like people think that it's a woman yeah, singing. The voice, yeah. Because of, of uh, his voice. Because he's got that like great falsetto. Yeah. Um, so is this on a TV show or something? Yeah, it was on a TV show, but I couldn't uh, remember what it was. But it must be lip syncing no because I think it's the studio. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the, yeah, it's the studio version. And it is so. a, like, you can see even when the crowd, you're like, oh, this is the last gasp. Yeah. It's kind of like tired. Yeah, it's like 1983. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this song. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like I can't believe this is 1982 that they actually put this out. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Right. But That's it's it's real synthy. Synth- yeah. yeah. So you know it's the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it. And Sylvester, I think, was trans or some sort of gender fluid yes. before there was much vocabulary for it. Yes. But he looks awesome because he's got, like, the short hair dyed fire yeah. engine red. He's got makeup on. And just four years ago, it was long hair, a little more disco. Like a little jerry curled. Yes. But yeah, now he's got it cut short. Yeah. This is such an amazing Yeah. Yeah, it feels a little nasty. Yeah, nasty. I mean, I like nastiness, oh, yeah, right? Good. This was on a show called Popcorn? Yeah, I have no idea what it is. But it's Might a be little, European. Also, it's a little low rent. Yeah. Which adds to it. This, this, this uh, show's a little low rent. Yes. And also, it's that point now where, like, no one's disco dancing. They're just jumping up and down because it's like, let's just... just (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah, there's no uh, no choreography here. Yeah. Yeah. There's no couples dancing, really, like, holding hands and dancing. No, yeah, they're just bopping. It's very 80s. Sylvester was awesome. So awesome. They're the only two songs I know from him. Yeah, I think they're the only... uh... And actually, this song is not, like, the actual record is not credited to Sylvester. It's credited to, like, the DJ who made the music at Sylvester sings oh, on the track. Oh, I didn't know that. But, yeah, I can't remember who, who it is. I mean, it's yeah. Sylvester. Right. I mean, as much as I love the music for this, yeah. if Sylvester's not singing this, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah... <laughs> it's, it's so 80s, early 80s uh, synth disco. Yeah, it just makes you feel like it's fun, but it's also gross. You know what it is? It's that, like, they're like, everyone's doing the same thing. Are we having fun? Yeah. Is this fun? I don't know anymore. The Coke stopped being fun and is now a necessity. Yeah. Love that. Um, that like when we fun. leave, someone's going to get stabbed outside the club. Yeah. Like, we have to stay in here and do more Coke. Yeah. It's a fascinating time period because it's just, it's still holding on, man. Yeah. It's still happening. I would have never really known this song if it hadn't been for Trading Places. 
I can't. You know, I probably would have well. encountered it. Yeah, no. I mean, it definitely. I'll always think of it as yeah, from same. trading places. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just it's the vibe of like the kind of person who always stays too late at the party. Yes. It's just like just get out of here. Stop trying to make it keep yeah. going. No it's one wants over. To party. It's, it's way late. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> No, no, yeah, no, yeah. We'll go to the, there's an after party. He's yeah. like, no, man, there's not. I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's over. This this, this is the music of for those people who yes. just didn't want to leave yeah. the party. They don't want to But the stop. party is over. Yes. And that's what makes it fascinating. <laughs> yes. I love that. I'm so glad you picked that. Oh yeah. We we should have had it the first time yeah. in the in the in the episode proper, but that's what these are. These are four. Uh, okay. Now we're going to do a clip from the Punk 2 episode. This is fully a clip that I almost put in the episode, but didn't because there's actually no music involved. But it does involve a musician. This is a clip from about 10 years ago or so. I can't remember if years ago on the show we ever watched the very quick commercial on YouTube of Marky Ramon selling his pasta sauce. Felt off pod we did? Maybe off pod, but... It sounds vaguely familiar. There was a time 10 years ago or so when Marky Ramone was shilling his Marky Ramone's Brooklyn's own pasta sauce. (laughs) Now, did you ever taste it? Did you ever buy it? No, and I don't think it's available anymore. Like, you'd have to... You had to order it from his website, but I guess they had it at Whole Foods for a while. But I never had it. I'm sure it was just... Fine com- like commercial jarred yeah. sauce. It was just ragu in a different bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he expanded a little bit because apparently Maki had a food truck I at a certain point. Maki Ramon's Cruising Kitchen. <laughs> Is that the real name or are you just making that up? No, it's the real no, name. Oh, come on. So we're going to watch a clip. Of him presenting his food truck and doing an interview. Oh, okay. and, uh, I like that. And talking about his about his food <laughs> truck. So this is, <laughs> I think this is from like 2010 or something like that. Uh, this is Tor Maki Ramon's food truck. I'm Dan Brown in New York's East Village. Back in the 70s and 80s, this used to be the home of the punk rock scene. Also, this dweeb has never heard of the Ramones before. No, never. He was assigned, this was on Fuse, and he's just oh, like a yeah. Fuse guy. Fuse. And they were like, you're going to go interview Maki Ramone. And then he's like, who's that? And they're like, don't worry about just, it. Just, it's a thing. Just don't worry. We yeah. got the producer. Here, we printed out the Wikipedia article for you. Just read it real quick and yeah. film it. And these days, you can still find a member of the Ramones here. Except now, he's running a gourmet food truck. Ooh, he could not be whiter. <laughs> no restaurant needed. Because no. it's punk. Hello, everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah, Maki Ramon still insists on wearing the wig. He's like, <laughs> Who are you fooling? I'm a Ramon. That's me. I'm not an original Ramon, but I'm the only one who's still alive. So there you go. So I get to speak for the Ramon. Is he still alive now? Yeah, he is. Okay, he's the only one. Yes. Wow. Uh, well, I think CJ is, but CJ was their bass player in that the 80s. Uh, but all the original members are okay. dead. Mark, But Mark Bell also played for Richard Hell and the Voidoids before he... Uh, oh, so, so he's, he's legit. He's, got he's legit bodies. in punk. Yeah. Okay. That was when he was Mark Bell. I hate this host. Yeah, me too. He's wearing fucking green shorts as, like a tool. As corny as it is that Marky Ramone is slinging pasta yeah. sauce and promoting his food truck... 
this guy is still too uncool for no, this. No, this, this outfit <laughs> is bad. Well, when I was a boy, when I moved out of my parents' house, I learned how to make spaghetti because it was the cheapest thing. So then I started frying in chopped meat, meatballs, uh, garlic, oregano. And it just you know the stuff that goes in pasta. Yeah, he, he's like, look, I just started experimenting in the kitchen when I was making sp- <laughs> spaghetti. And I thought, like... <laughs> What if what if I have like make like bald meat? Yeah, just I'm just I'm fucking around. Yeah, let me throw and like what do I have in my spice rack that might be good in this? Oregano. We could try that. We could try that. Yeah, one day I was like, I was in a hurry and I accidentally put this thing called garlic in. Yeah. And it really worked. I was carrying some garlic and I tripped and it spilled <laughs> into the pot. And it just tasted so good, I'm like, this is a this is my recipe. This is a call me crazy. <laughs> I have. So, what was it that inspired the launch of the Cruising Kitchen? When did this come to you? Well, when they picked it up in DBGB, the sauce, which is right there, and it got into Whole Foods, we thought it'd be cool to get it. Hey, there's nothing more punk rock than Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Punk rock at grocery stores. <laughs> kitchen, so we can have it travel around New York City, and it, it attracts people's attention. Part of it goes to charity, which is Autism Speaks. Oh, that's and, nice. And uh, yeah. it keeps... My reputation in, in New York out there. So it's <laughs> I like that he's just fully saying, like, I desperately need to stay relevant somehow. So, this <laughs> and charity. So, this is what I came up with. It's the cool thing. It's just another addition to what I do. <laughs> so, can we get a quick rundown of just what's on the menu? Uh, well, you know what? Let's speak to the chef because it changes... Frequently. This is Translation. I don't fucking know. I'm yeah. not really involved with this I thing. I mean, I put my name on it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, chef and the driver, without him, it would be impossible. Today we have a, of course, a classic Italian meatball. We have a pastrami <laughs> ball stuffed with Yarlsberg cheese. I need that. We also have a Mexican sure. bowl we serve. We you always have to do something, balls. like, sassy and unnecessary yeah. on a food truck. Yeah. But. Yeah. And charge $15 but I will eat Italian food cooked by that jabroni. Oh, like, he's good. They, that yeah. show bag, you know, he knows. Yeah. What's, like, the craziest experience you've had? People ask me if I'm lucky remote, <laughs> and how did you end up in a food truck? And this kid is like, I don't know who he is, I so I couldn't know. Who you are. I hate this guy. I don't know why I hate him, but I do. <laughs> he's hey, Macklemore. He's sub-dare you. That's sauce in the land. And this is Marky Ramones. This is Marky Ramones, Brooklyn-owned. Original recipe. These can all I mean, be served on heroes, rolls, or a platter. Party in your mouth. It's a meatball. It's oh, a man. meatball, guys. Who's the best meatball ever had? All right. <laughs> so, what's next for Marky Ramon? And what's next for Marky Ramon? He's like, no, what's on the menu? It's like, buddy, it's spaghetti and meatballs. Like, yeah, I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> this not get complicated. It's, yeah. it's a fucking food truck. Yeah. I do wish that I had tried. Uh, I don't think it's still a thing. Yeah. I kind of wish I had gotten a jar. Of the Maki Ramones Brooklyn Zone. <laughs> just to say that I did. Because I'm a fan. Yeah. Maki Ramones Brooklyn I just finished the world tour. I'm not going to do some shows in the United States. <laughs> He's just fully <laughs> talking with a mouthful of meatballs. That's just so funny. Just an old man talking with his mouthful. Look where you paused it. Just a mouthful of meat. <laughs> but also, it's not his fault the kid took. Yeah. Don't ask him a question. Yeah, wait. You terrible host. It's timing, my eye. <laughs> my mouth is full. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't look at that. 
That was gross. <laughs> and he knows. He's like, guy. Yeah, he's like, this is not yeah. professional. <laughs> Wait, is this his restaurant too? No, I think it's a restaurant where the sauce is available. I thought he kept saying CBGBs. I think he was saying it's called DBGBs. Is it? It's not like a CBGBs themed place. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. It just looks like a regular, it's yeah, high end Italian restaurant. And uh, he's a big fan of music, and he uh, loves the stuff I did uh, with the other By the way, this is the punk episode. Again, this makes me laugh. (laughs) What? He picked this for the punk episode. Look, it was either this or another Gigi (laughs) Allen clip. Okay, then I'm glad you picked this. (laughs) I'd rather see this fucking dumbass host than Gigi Allen. And it's being sold here. So what more can you ask for? Okay, wait, what did it say on the menu there? So it's not his restaurant, but there is on the menu... Something with Marky Ramone's drum punk Brooklyn tomato sauce and a lemon ricotta. Yes. <laughs> and olives. I hate olives. And yeah. Oh, you don't like ricotta? It's a, I don't want lemon ricotta. Well, you, I don't know. Restaurants always have to make shit you fancy. Yeah. You have to sausage cost extra. Yeah, you can add it. Yeah. So what more can you ask for? I'm sorry I have to ask. Yeah. Was he a drummer? Marky? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because it said drum punk, and I was yes. like, if he was like... He was, the dr- he was their second drummer. Ah, second drummer. Yeah. Is it good? Is it. Sure. It's a plate of spaghetti. It's a plate of spaghetti. Yeah. That is delicious. Thank you. Thank you so much, Marky, for taking the time to explain your meatballs and your sauce. Thank you. Keep doing what you do. Thanks for taking the time to explain your meatballs. Hey, ho, let's go. It'd be great if he was like... Just made a mistake. He's like, thank you, Marky Mark. Yeah. Marky Mark. <laughs> so that's the least punk thing ever. A hundred percent. But it's also, it's like, yeah, look, Marky can do what he wants. But it's also, let him, what's do, let him have punk, his pasta sauce. What's an old punk going to do? Exactly. Yeah. And it's not on the level of, like, Kiss, who yes. merchandise everything. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's got a little bit of a side hustle. Side hustle. He made some fine. pasta sauce. He, Gives it to charity. Yeah. It's cool. It's fine. But this is just so not punk. <laughs> no, no. This was great. This was a great choice. And and it would seem less dumb if he would, like, he's Marky Ramone. He can do what he wants. But, like, you know, take the wig off and just be Mark Bell. It's just fine. You don't have yeah. to still be the character. You can well, still do, you can do this. Sell your pasta. But, like. He mentioned something about touring. Yeah. But he's not touring with the Ramones because it's only him. No, maybe he's probably got... I don't know what he's doing. He's probably got like a Ringo Starr, All-Stars yeah. review kind and of thing. And they do some stuff and he yeah. plays the drums. Yeah. No, thank you. But, uh, I mean, yeah, thank you. I'll go see it. But You yeah. would go see that? I have a soft spot for soft spot for any Ramones. Okay. All right. But uh, I don't know about the integrity of the whole pasta yeah. thing, but... Uh, yeah, if you go to his website, there's nothing on it anymore with, well, about uh, about the pasta, about the pasta Probably sauce. Not. So I don't. I think mean, it's it was a long time. Ago. I don't think it's a going concern. <laughs> no, he's too busy. Yeah, too, talking with his mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, another clip from me next. From this is a B side from our dance episode about Bob Fosse. Oh, I like what you're putting here. This is a clip from all that jazz that I had on the on the menu for. 
I got menus on the brain now yeah. for that episode and took it out at the last minute because other things yeah. I thought were better. Love all that jazz. But this is a part of the movie when he's dying in the hospital yes. and just hallucinating a bunch of things. And so it's uh, Anne Ranking, who is was his actual lover. Yes. And basically plays herself in the movie. Yes. But also, in real life, they broke up right before they made this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, wow. So they their relationship ended, and then they made this movie where he cast her. Because, of course, for people who don't know, All That Jazz is a movie Bob Fosse directed. And it's like a Roman and Clef yes. autobiographical movie. Yes. About what a piece of shit Bob Fosse is. Yes. And it's great. <laughs> yeah. And Roy Scheider plays the Bob Fosse role in it. Yes. Anne Ranking plays her own analog Mm -hmm. character in Mm -hmm. the fictional quote-unquote movie. And in this scene, she and his daughter are doing a dance number saying about like, you need to change your ways or you're going to fucking die. Yes. Um, This is great. I just watched this recently during the pandemic. It's so good. And she was a great dancer. Yeah. I think she's dead, right? I think she's dead. yeah. Yeah. Looking like a billion dollars. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Just all the Fosse moves. It's all of them put together. Yep. And that's the... uh, I think the other woman is supposed to be his ex-wife. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be Gwen Verdon. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just not played by her. Right. And right. Whoa. Yeah. You can But there's scenes in this movie where like they're having fights and it's like actual fights that they had, but she's playing herself. Yes. It's so bizarre. Like reliving the fight. Yeah. And then he's He's he is, directing it. He's directing it, but he's hallucinating himself directing it. Yes. There's so many levels of ego. You better change. You better stop. You better change. You could never make this movie now. Well, no one would go see it. People yeah. don't know. <laughs> There's no superheroes in it. Exactly. <laughs> it's amazing that it's like there's so many levels of ego in it that's so good. Right, but then the 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 subtext of it all is like I know what an egomaniac I am. Yes. This whole thing is such an exercise in egomania. But like I get it though. Yeah. It's a I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But like let me really do it up. <laughs> yeah. Let me show you yeah. how far I can go with this yes. ego thing and I will acknowledge it. Amazing. Yeah. That's why he's a genius. Fucking amazing. And why he did die young, because he didn't change. No, he fucking <laughs> He didn't change his ways. He's like, I'm not quitting smoking. I'm gonna smoke yourself. six packs a day, do all the cocaine. Fuck anyone I want. Right. Goddamn hero, and uh, then my heart will explode <laughs> when I'm like fifty, yeah, like, six, something yeah. like that. Or maybe, maybe, I think maybe he made it to sixties. I'm not sure, but anyway, yeah. Let's do the B side for old people. Cover yourselves, yes. Which was the episode where we had relatively new 
performances yes. of classic songs by the original artists. So yes. like artists doing their old hits in the past couple years. Yes. And you found a great one. Yes, I found some En Vogue on Good Morning America. En Vogue on Good Morning America. <laughs> when? En Vogue in 2017? Okay. It's either 2017 or 2019. I think it's 2017. Um, en Vogue, asterisk. Right, the trio. The trio. Who they, which is what they have been for most of their career at this more point. Than, more than they were originally yeah. En Vogue. Yeah. So it's the original Cindy... My girl, Terry. Yeah, we love Terry. And some rando who I should know, because she's been there forever. Oh, but she's not one of the four? No. I thought it was just the three without Dawn. That happened after Dawn. Uh Uh-huh. And then I think what happened, I'm trying to get the timing right. They added another fourth, didn't they, at some point? I think, but then Cindy and Terry went and trademarked and both. Oh, then, did they have like a climax situation where there's two versions? Yes, there's performing? two versions. Of, so Don and Maxine, uh-huh. Terry and Maxine. Cindy. Okay. But Terry and Cindy own in Vogue. Okay. And so then they just got another woman who can who's stunning and can sing and can dance. Right. And they just go and do this. But Don and Maxine also perform together and do yes. Vogue songs, but they're called like. The original Vogers or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like when... uh, Mike Love and... Well, when Prince was like, hey, the time, you can't call yourself the time. Oh. And he's like, what the fuck? And so Morrison is like, okay, well, we're the original seven. The original seven, right. Because we can't call ourselves the time because you're a dick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But but, this is still... they still It's still Terry and Cindy. Yeah. So this is... They're probably early 50s here and look and sound great. Yeah, and they're going to do one song or a medley? They do a medley. A medley of Funky Divas hits. Yes. Well, they might do Hold On, which was the which was the Born to Sing album. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. But also, I watched a little bit of the clip, not the whole thing, yeah. but I just had to... You think peak? Yeah. Yeah. And they're performing for a bunch of like New York City cops or firefighters or something? I couldn't figure out what that was for. But but the, these guys are just standing there looking mm. so awkward and so uncomfortable. So like, like, thank you? Yeah. Mark? So it's so like, this isn't our kind of music. What are we doing here? <laughs> and also, why is this happening? <laughs> why are they part of this? Yeah. Because they're En Vogue, motherfucker. En Vogue's great. Not all morning for this. En Vogue struck gold 25 years ago with Free Your Mind. Yeah, so this is probably 2017 because yeah, that's 92. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they're holding the pose until they get the introduction over. Because they're pros. It's just the same pose, but shittier. Yeah, you can't do it. Oh, they had a new single and tour. Ah. So, yes, the woman on the left in that album yeah. cover is the quote-unquote new one. Okay. Yeah. Right, Terry's there, so yeah. that's a... So yeah, they're doing Hold On, which is their first hit. All right. Hi, Terry. I love you. Uh, But again, they're my two favorite. Yeah. Cindy and Terry? Yeah, Cindy and Terry are always my two favorite. Yeah. Terry number one. Still great. Still sound great, look great. And still I go, well... It's not, yeah. It's not right. 
Just because I grew up with the in Vogue. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, Funky Divas was the biggest thing in the world in 1992. So huge. And I just remember, like, you know, I'm like prepubescent at that point, but just like watching those music videos, especially giving him something he can feel, and just being yeah. like, I don't even know which one to have a crush on. Yeah. All of I them. Love? Yeah. Who do I love? <laughs> I, I can't. I can't pick. They're all hot. Yeah. Uh, here comes the and they're still the all hot. They're so fucking hot. They go right into yeah. that again. That's the one. Yeah. Oh yeah, girls. The 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 fireman slash uh, policeman. Yeah. Someone must have said, "Just keep clapping. Just you know, yeah. all just clapping." So they're like, "This is half-ass clapping." That, and it's not. It's on the one and the three, and it's not even in time. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. So now. Terry, that's not Terry's part. I think that's a gone part. Yeah, they're 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 shuffling them up. Yeah. yeah. And then the the substitute just sings backup. Yeah. But she looks great too. Girls, I love all of you. Yeah. Uh, classic. Classic. They must go back into giving us something you can feel now. I hope so. Oh no, is that it? Did no, they just I think do two? One more. Oh, they do. Free oh, your free mind. your mind. Yeah. Well, giving them something you can feel isn't their song. It's That's Aretha. True. It's an Aretha song. Yeah, so. That dude, the the dude who's like out front, must be like the chief because yes. he's got the most prominent spot, but he's also the most awkward. He's like. You know he was like after the two songs. Is it done? Yeah, I can get, I can get off. Right? He's he's look. Some people don't want to be Not on at all. stage. They don't want to be there. Let alone on TV. Uh, yeah, this was also a very good video. Yeah, they have fucking bangers. Yeah, they had a lot of hits. Like that Funky Divas album, like you said, it was just everywhere and yeah. huge. But that first album, two years prior, Born to Sing, was fucking huge as well. I wasn't aware of it then, though. It was too young. Too young, young. yeah. Yeah. They had Hold On, um, uh, Give It Up, Turn It Loose. They had a couple of big hits on it. And Luther hates them. Luther hates En Vogue. En Vogue toured with them, and it was just a clash of people. Too much ego. Too much ego. Like, they had to, like, separate them yeah. backstage by, like, partitions because they hated each other so much. Wow. If you had to pick a side, whose side do you pick? Luther. Really? Yeah. Um, not me, but, like... I Luther, mean, just, Luther's got more hits. Come on. Luther Vandross is good, but, like, I'm never going to pick his side against En Vogue. I mean, no I'm going to no pick way. Luther, but, I mean, I think it I was... I wouldn't pick his side against Tony Braxton. How dare you. Tony's got nothing <laughs> on Luther. I think Luther was, like... Luther was a little bitchy about like uh, they just sing to recorded music and they're not that good. Oh, even even in like yes, they were singing to recorded music Pretty on uh, on GMA, listen. but like even in concert, I they think so. they didn't have like a band. No, I didn't sound like they uh, did. But I'm also like, well, Luther, they they're your opening act, right? You know, I'm yeah. sure you had a say, and so I guess they were just not they were not friendly with each other. I mean, that actually makes sense. We it know does. that Dawn was a problem, and, and we know that Luther yeah, has an ego. ego. Yes. Um, but 
I dare because like Luther's Luther Vandross is great and is objectively hugely talented and probably the most talented out of those people that we're talking mm-hmm. about. But he just doesn't mean as much to me. I understand. It's a time thing. I didn't grow up with Luther Vandross. Makes sense. Um I, I, I you know, I'd take a bullet for Terry. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yeah, that was great. What yeah. a good one. Okay. Uh, let's do the B-side for the Spike Jones episode. Oh, okay. Where we have, of course, we, we tend not to do greatest hits, but we couldn't ignore Sabotage I mean, the yeah, first time. We had, we had to watch Sabotage. Not the only uh, Beastie video did he did. Did quite a bit. Did quite a few. Including, it's weird to me that there was a video for this. I know Ricky's theme. I did not know there was a video. Yeah, because no Ricky's idea. theme is just like this little instrumental on yeah. Ill Communicate. No. Is it ill communication? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and but, it's a deep cut. Yeah, it's a weird deep cut. And this is sort of like like a quickie sort of one-off music video. Yeah. I'm sure they never played it on MTV. I'm not sure what it is. but I've it's, never seen it. It's very cute. It's not even two minutes long because it's just this little instrumental break yeah. on the album. But they made a video for it where, well, you'll see it. I'll just play it. Oh, the Beastie Boys are old men sitting on a bench in a park. I I didn't know this existed. This is crazy. Yeah. I love this instrumental. Remember it. And, and then that, a bunch of a bunch of tweens come up, picking on them, are bullying these old guys and challenging them to a pickup basketball oh. game. Okay. Um. So it's just the Beasties dressed as as grandpas playing playing basketball with these kids. And that's what the video is. That's genius. And it's interesting because I think this is where um, Kyrie Irving stole Uncle Drew. What's that? I don't know who... Uncle Drew Who's Kyrie Irving first and then who's Uncle Drew? Kyrie Irving is a basketball player who was on the Cavs, then on Boston, now on uh, Brooklyn Nets. In the news for many reasons. Years ago, he was like, the earth is flat. Uh, is he the one who's who the anti-Semitic video recently? Yeah, didn't apologize. Okay, oh, I didn't know he's a flat earther. Also, well, he said it, and then he's like, "They're like, are you kidding?" And he's like, "Maybe I'm kidding, maybe I'm not." No, oh, no, yeah. don't just say whether you are or not. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, he had a um, commercial where he dressed up as an old guy and school people in basketball. Oh, and then they turned it into a kids' movie, and it's terrible. Oh. But this was decades before that. Right, but I'm also going to say that's probably a coincidence because was Kyrie Irving even born when this came out? No, but I'm He's sure the ad people that put it together. Ah, uh, yeah. But this is also pretty obscure. This is very obscure. I didn't know this existed. Neither did I until yeah. we were putting this together. I love it. But this. it's great. I love it. Yeah. And you know what it is? Again, we talk about Spike Jones. It's the, that sepia tone that he does sometimes. Yep. Like they made a video for. I'm still trying to parse out why. Yeah. They must have been like, let's just do it. I mean, because again, it wasn't released. I don't remember this on any MTV. Maybe they filmed this for something else and then just scrapped it. Yeah. And just said, eh, we'll just put this together. Like, just throw it in there as a bonus. Wow. This is like it's like yeah. unearthed gem right like I had no idea because it is a cool like funky little track too. it's a great track and it fits the vibe yeah the old school playground yeah. thing 
And then, of course, the kids actually school them. Like, you think they do a thing where, like, oh, these grandpas can ball, yeah, and then they, like, humiliate the kids, but no, the kids totally beat kids their school ass. school and they're pretending and that they're, they're just, hurt. Right, they're like, Ugh. That was, I can't believe I've never, ever heard this. Yeah. That's weird. And didn't then the kids give them dap as they walk off. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Isn't that a cool little video? Yeah. Spike Jones directed it. I love that. Maybe it was like on a DVD or something. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. Wow. Because he did like Root Down and he did... Uh, uh, sure Shot. Sure Shot. Yeah. And he did a bunch of their videos for the big, big hits. And I didn't even like... You know, I I didn't even know what Ricky's theme was. I mean, I've heard the album and I yeah. knew it. But when I was looking at the list of videos that Spike Jones made, I'm like, Beastie Boy's Ricky's theme. What the hell is that? Yeah. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, that song at the end of the album yeah. that's just like... Yeah. It's just there. Right. I can't believe that. I'm I didn't know it by name. No. Yeah. Completely stunned. So, but I knew you would like it because it's basketball and it's the Beastie Boys. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's <laughs> I love it. There's no, what's not to love? Yeah. Uh, okay, so we got one more. Mm-hmm. This is a B-side for the Bowie episode. Yeah. And this is one where like, how is this not the first thing I thought of? I saw the title and I still am like trying to parse out what it, what it is. I didn't even I I literally uh, thought of this yesterday. Oh, when I was talking to my folks and I was telling them that the our David Bowie episode uh, was coming out. Yeah, and uh, and my dad sort of jokingly went like, "Ooh, did you guys talk about Cat People? The movie Cat People? The song Cat People from the movie Cat People." No. And I was like, no, we didn't do Cat People. Ha, ha, ha. I didn't and even I, know there was a Bowie song in Cat People. I know the movie Cat People. Yeah. And then I said to, and then I said to my father, well, I actually know the song Cat People from a different movie. Because Tarantino used it in, in Glorious Bastards. Yeah, now I'm trying to figure it out because I don't recognize it. Which... Is one of my favorite movies. I mean, it, you know, you know, yes. when you come here, I have a big yes. Inglorious Bastards poster in my living room that features Shoshana. Yeah, like from this, you know, from the scene we're going to watch. This is like when she's getting ready to kill the Nazis. Oh shit! They have the whole plan where they're going to get the Nazis in the theater yeah. and then like burn it down and like, like, like Kamikaze. Yes. Burn down her theater while the Nazis are in it. And like while she's getting ready to do that, it's this montage scene with cat people playing, which is such a weird choice and an anachronistic choice, yeah, but it works the, so well and it's so I, cool. The first time I realized it, because I don't know this song. I just know the movie Cat People. Oh, I don't know the movie Cat People. Okay. I just know. It was like an erotic thriller in the 80s. Yeah, and I didn't know. I had never heard this, the David Bowie song Cat People until I saw Inglorious. And so now I'm trying yeah. to remember it based on Inglorious Bastards. But I saw Inglorious Bastards in the theater, and like I remember watching this scene in particular. Oh, okay. Because it's so cool. And as soon as that, I said that to my dad, I was like, "How the fuck did I forget to put that in <laughs> yeah, our that's Bowie?" Yeah, glaring episode. error. Yeah. So this is exactly what the B sides episodes are for. Yes. Thank God I thought of it at the last minute. This is going to be really fascinating. Yeah. Night of the Nation's Pride premiere. This is such a good movie. It's, I mean, I love Tarantino. This is my favorite. This is probably my number three. Mm-hmm. Didn't even know this was Bowie and the Inglourious Bastards. Really? Didn't even know. Didn't even occur to me to think about that. <laughs> 
Yeah, it almost could be like the Sisters of Mercy or yeah. some like 80s goth yes. band or something. Yeah. It's very goth. Very goth. Did not think this was Bowie. So this is Bowie in the early 80s. Because that Cat People came out in the early 80s. Did it? I'm not familiar with that movie. God, I love that. Yeah. This is good. I forgot about She's this. She's just putting on her makeup. Yeah. This movie, like, exploded my head. I loved it so much. Cat People is a 1982 American supernatural horror film directed 82. by Paul Schrader. Oh, Paul Schrader. Yep. Yeah. Natasha Kinski, Malcolm McDowell, John Hurd, and Ed O'Toole. Yeah. Film score by Giorgio Mumbo. Yeah. Vocals by David Bowie. Loading the gun. Like, getting all gussied up to... Destroy... Kill the Nazis. And then she and Marcel are filming the, uh... The movie that they're going to play that tells the Nazis they're about to die. Never occurred to me that this was Bowie. Oh my really? God. No, I just Bowie's voice is so uh, distinct. It sounds more just. I don't know why. It just sounds distorted. So anyone listening, they're just talking in French about uh, you know they're going to kill Nazis. That's, That's all you yeah. need to know. If you haven't seen Inglorious Bastards, go see it. Go see it. It's been fucking Watch ages. It. It's a great fucking movie. If you yeah. haven't seen it by now, fuck off. Yeah, she's splicing in this footage of herself that they shot. And they're going to surprise those damn Nazis. They think they're going to get a pro-Nazi propaganda film. Something completely different. Yeah. I could always Wait, she's going to show them that Money Python movie? Yeah, and they're going to be like, <laughs> oh, it's funny. <laughs> this, I could watch this movie all the time. Yeah. Even though it's my third favorite. If it's on, I'm like, I'm just going to watch it. It's, it's my favorite one of his. I think it's... I think it's Theodore's second. Okay. His first is uh, Django. Oh, Django's cool. Yeah. It's a shot of her pulling the veil over yeah. her face. It's so funny. Now that I know it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Bowie. Yeah. And then also I go, oh yeah, this is from 1982. Yeah. <laughs> like, I totally feel it now. First this, then the Falcon and the Snowman. Yeah, this is his soundtrack years. That's actually right. Yeah. It's the soundtrack years. This was, but this was pre Serious Moonlight. This is pre Let's Dance. Yeah. And then there are all those oh, fucking yeah. Nazis. She's don't, like, I'm gonna shit. burn you, motherfuckers. You guys don't even know what's gonna fucking happen, dumb <laughs> Yeah, I mean, w- there's so many things that Tarantino does yeah. excellently. He writes the best dialogue. Yeah. And as much as people like know what a film nerd he is, mm-hmm. he also has awesome taste in music. Yeah. That it's and it fits like his soundtracks are all just killer. Even though you like we 
instinctively know we're like obviously that's not a 1942 song and I yeah no it's a 2009 movie set in 1945 but he's like oh I'm gonna put cat people in it because that's my vision because that's how I like and I think that song works and it's yeah. gonna be great yeah. and I'm not gonna be wrong and he's not wrong no it's Quentin's vision and yeah. just it's it's correct it's correct it's, it's 100% correct yeah and of course it's something from cat people like a movie that's not really that well known right stand the test of time yeah it's not necessarily a B movie. It's almost like an art movie. I bet he doesn't even like that movie, but he just that song kicks yeah. ass. And yeah, um, yeah. Everything about it is is is, and that's like the coolest part of the. I mean, so much of that movie is excellent, yeah. but it's the coolest part. I would agree. Because it's part. Bowie. Yeah, yeah, Bowie and that's why it. I have that poster. Exactly, Bowie makes it cool. Yeah, uh, but that that was our last clip, man. That's season it. nine's a wrap. Seas- that's a wrap on season nine of Music Ray Gun. So we're gonna wrap up this episode. Then we're gonna go our, go to our rap party. Oh my god, this it's gonna be off the chain. Everyone's waiting for us. We're actually late. I know we're late for the rap party. Fucking uh, Ice Spice is waiting for Ice us. <laughs> well, you know what? We gotta get Ice Spice to play the rap party for our tenth season. That would be crazy. in six months. Let's yeah. let's make it happen. We gotta we'll talk to her tonight. We gotta find out yeah who yeah. her people are and ask what her rate is. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we then we gotta we gotta then plan. We gotta that. find the money. We gotta pay plan for that. it. Right, we'll like, probably afford it. It'll probably make. I mean, that how happen. much could she be? She's on the come up. She's not like she's not there yet. Right, right, right. We can make it. happen. We might still be able 10. to make that happen. So season ten starts in a few weeks. Yeah, starting right away. Starting with season ten. See, we don't fuck around. We don't take no. breaks. We'd be even. We'd be deeper into the seasons if it weren't for the pandemic. Yeah, we exactly. do it every, We do it every six months. We're we're closing in on six years of this. So get ready, people. We got shit to come. But that's it for this episode and this season of Music Raygun. Music Raygun is hosted by me. I'm Paul. I'm Kirk. Until next time. See ya. See ya.